Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media, and this is The Literary Gardener for August 8, 2019. The topic this time is 21 Questions to Assess Garden Successes and Failures. Success is counted sweetest by those who ne'er succeed. To comprehend a nectar requires the sorest need. Emily Dickinson, Success, 1864. One of the reasons I love Emily Dickinson's poetry is that her short, simple verses actually reveal complex truths about how people think and feel. To me, this is a bit like gardening. Growing plants seems like a straightforward endeavor until one becomes involved in it and realizes how intricately woven are the variables that create success or failure. Sometimes we don't know why a plant failed to thrive, for example, why did my weeping Japanese maple, robust and beautiful for the past 10 years, suddenly die in early summer? Nor are the reasons always readily discernible why some crops produce prolifically, like my elderberry bushes, and others yield so reluctantly, like this year's tomatillos. Nevertheless, it's worthwhile for gardeners to take the time to assess this year's triumphs, or nectars as Dickinson named them, as well as the season's sorest needs. I think doing so in August provides the perfect excuse for taking a much-needed break from weeding and other gardening maintenance chores. Not only does taking stock of the garden give us a reality check on the outcomes of our previous plans, it also allows us to make informed decisions about what to do and what not to do for next time. I recommend assessing the garden in the morning when plants are at their freshest and so are we. Handy tools for the job include a notebook and pen, camera, and magnifying glass. You'll stay more focused if you leave gardening tools in the shed. Just like any gardening activity, it's important to pace yourself. If your gardening space is large, designate multiple days for the appraisal, such as day one edibles, day two ornamentals. Be sure to note the positives first. You don't want to become so discouraged that you're ready to throw in the trowel for good. Here are 21 useful questions to ask during your garden assessment. Number one, what has grown well? Two, what has not grown well? Three, what would you like to grow more of? Four, what would you like to grow less of or not at all? Five, what needs to be divided? Six, what needs to be replaced? Seven, what needs to be removed? Eight, what pollinators and beneficial insects are you noticing in abundance? Nine, what pollinators and beneficial insects would you like to attract more? Ten, what garden pest, insects, diseases, and weeds were less of a problem this year? 11. What garden pest, insects, diseases, and weeds were more of a problem this year? 12. What worked about garden irrigation? 13. What didn't work about garden irrigation? 14. What worked about the garden's organization? 15. What didn't work about the garden's organization? 16. What hardscape features worked in the garden? 17. What hardscape features didn't work in the garden? 18. What garden tools were particularly useful? 19. What garden tools weren't useful? 20. What particularly useful lessons were learned? 21. What do you want to learn more about? 
As an avid gardener, Emily Dickinson surely experienced her share of successes and failures. Above all, however, she found inspiration and hope, as evidenced in a poem she wrote to her brother Austin. Here is a brighter garden where not a frost has been. In its unfading flowers I hear the bright bee hum. Prithee, my brother, into my garden come. And that's it for the literary gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening.